Retention is the ultimate win-win-win. We know that it's in retention that we get the greatest results. It's in retention that we get the greatest referrals. It's in retention that we see the highest revenues. Those are some of my favorite R's, right? It's all found under the canopy of retention. Hello and welcome to the Remarkable CEO Podcast, a show dedicated to chiropractors who want to transform their job into a business so that they can have a remarkable practice as part of a remarkable life, not instead of one. With your hosts, Dr. Pete Camiolo and Dr. Stephen Franson. Welcome back to another episode of the Remarkable CEO Podcast. I'm Dr. Pete Camiolo. And I'm Dr. Stephen Franson. And it is a great honor and privilege to be with you here today. Thank you so much for tuning in to this podcast. If you're a first-time listener, hey, welcome to the show. Welcome yeah, man. Welcome. Welcome. Newbies. And if you're a regular listener, we love you. We appreciate you. And we hope and pray this continues to add value to you on your weekly drive to work or workout at the gym or whenever you're listening to this podcast, because I know I'm a podcast listener. I listen when I drive. I listen when I work out. I listen when I go for a walk. And this is some, one of the podcasts I listen to is this podcast. I absolutely love being a listener and consumer of it as well. So I appreciate, and we appreciate all of you. And today's conversation is going to be a conversation that is absolutely timely for all of us. It's a leadership conversation. The question that we ask when solving the puzzle of leadership is this, who do I need to become? And if you want to create a practice where you're creating ideal patients and collecting them, it's going to come back all the way to your leadership, the leadership of you, the leadership of your team. And so today we're going to dig into how to create more remarkable retention in your business. And coming out of what we've been through in 2020 so far, I'll tell you, we said reactivation is reconversion. And we saw that the people that got it before, a lot of those were the ones who were able to retain throughout and many of them have been reactivated from the missing in action. So we can get a real litmus test after going through a season of crisis to see how are we doing with creating and collecting ideal patients. And hopefully we've learned a lot of lessons. We've had some wins. And we're reset and ready to go to create a more remarkable practice moving forward. Yeah, I love this conversation, Dr. Pete. You know, my passion is retention, right? So there's lots of different ways to run a successful chiropractic practice. For me, you know, with my philosophy and my purpose aligned, retention was the obvious business model. And I want to unpack that a little bit just to sort of set the table before we eat here. The, you know, the big idea with, is what I call the fourth leg conversation, right? So you know, we were all taught in school, like I went to Life University and Sid Williams would be prowling around campus and teaching us about the three-legged stool. BJ taught us you know, what it takes to be a successful chiropractor. It's the art, it's the science and the philosophy, right? So, and as much as that's a beautiful, awesome story, it's an incomplete one, right? So there's actually a fourth leg to that stool called business acumen, right? So it's the art, science, philosophy, and business acumen that builds a truly successful practice or what we like to call a remarkable practice, right? So when I talk about retention as a business model, this is where all of those things line up for me. 
So when we talk about the art, science, and philosophy, and business acumen, all four legs of the stool, that's retention as far as I'm concerned. I think that when it comes to the art, you know, obviously we do our best work over time. You know, there's something to be said for learning about a person's spine and nervous system, getting to know that person, how they receive adjustments, how they respond to the adjustments. And the art is as much in the analysis as it is in the delivery and the adjustment itself. The science, of course, the science supports that the longer people stay sick, the sicker they get, the longer they stay healthy, the healthier they get. There's a compound benefit to being under regular chiropractic care over time. We do our best work over time and we see it with the results that we get, not just in the practice growth, but physiologically, we see it in the health outcomes of our patients. So we know that to be true. And then of course, the philosophy, without going too deep on this, I think we can all agree that everybody does better with less nerve interference, right? I think that we all understand that modern life is, success, is stressful. It's incredibly and unnaturally stressful and stress causes subluxation, right? So we want to be checking people consistently, regularly over their lifetime and delivering excellent chiropractic care. Well, the only way that's going to happen is if you change their belief system, you change the way they view chiropractic, they understand chiropractic when they see and they understand that chiropractic is a lifestyle success strategy for healthy human beings. And it's not simply a treatment or a modality for some symptom or crisis. Of course, we love to help people that are in trouble already, but that's the tip of the iceberg and there's so much more for them. And we want to be able to teach our patients so that they understand it in a way that they leverage chiropractic as a lifestyle success strategy for healthy human beings. And then of course, the fourth leg of the stool, which is you know, arguably my favorite in this conversation, is retention as a business model. My goodness, creating and collecting ideal customers, creating and collecting ideal clients, creating and collecting ideal patients, practice members, whatever you wanna call them, man, this is where everybody wins. Retention is the ultimate win-win-win. We know that it's in retention that we get the greatest results. It's in retention that we get the greatest referrals. It's in retention that we see the highest revenues. Those are some of my favorite R's, right? It's all found under the canopy of retention. So when you're going to choose a business model for how to practice your chiropractic, man, retention is where all of the results live. The best clinical outcomes for the patients, the best fulfillment for you and the team, and of course, the practice growth impact and income that comes with that. So good. And there's two more R's I want to add to this discussion on retention. One is relationship. That we say that retention is relationship. So people will retain because of a relationship that is formed. And so the relationship that a, a client, a customer, a patient has with you and your, your business, the relationship that they actually have with themselves. Because when we, when we talk about someone becoming a truly converted person, which means they become an understander, what they actually understand is the value of the chiropractic support for themselves and how their body actually requires alignment for them to be well, to be healthy, to optimum, have optimum function. So the relationship is the relationship between them and themselves, which is one of the reasons why I love the view box experience with x-rays. And I would be observing someone having a, a discussion with themselves about themselves. And we're, we're in this triangular moment, seeing people for the first time, seeing themselves through the lens of understanding what they're looking at and how they have the ability to change their 
future. They have the ability to create a new story for themselves and for their family. So relationship is another R and that's foundational in retention, but it's relationship based on leadership. It's, it's a very different relationship. We talk about the difference between, you know, a helium balloon uh, versus let's say like a, like a boulder. And, you know, so many practices are unfortunately built on personality. And so the relationship is actually an incongruent one where they become attached to you and not attached to themselves and to the principle that you're teaching. And Doc, one of the things that we're going to dig into today is actually the ascension of the leader within the practice. And so the second R is remarkable, right? So that's another R. It's remarkable. So having retention is remarkable. It's something noteworthy. It's something that's worth pausing and reflecting upon. So when you have remarkable retention, when you have retention in your practice, that means you've built a relationship culture where some people might actually misinterpret this and say, oh, you know, the, the people that you know, have these patients that keep coming back, you know, they sold them this, they sold them that. It's like, no, actually, if you've successfully created a retention practice and you have PBA of, you know, 150, 250, 350 or more, like Dr. Steven, we're going to dig into, it means people are choosing it. You can't force somebody to do something for that long. It's impossible. And so I love this conversation because even maybe the naysayers say, oh, you know, you're just, you know, if somebody's going to be coming to the chiropractor for that long, you know, you've, you've sold them uh, something in, and they're just coming in you because they feel obligated or there's a lot of fear. No, it's actually faith-based. It's, it's their choice. And it's an amazing experience to, to work with people that choose chiropractic, that choose to make this part of their life. And it's a very unique journey that one has to go through as a chiropractor. And I'm going to say this before I push it back to you, but recently had a couple conversations with some new doctors coming out of school. And here's one of the things that they said. They said that we don't learn business in school. Doc, I don't know about you, but I think that's been the story for a long time now. And still to this day, doctors of chiropractic are coming out of school and they're like, we don't learn how to run a business. We don't learn how to do systems. We don't learn how to hire. We don't learn these things. This business acumen missing leg on the stool, it's very clear based on your story. I never, I never knew that story. I, I've heard of the three-legged stool. You talk about that, but that he would march around the school saying, you know, it's the art, it's the science and philosophy. Unfortunately, that model still exists. We haven't got the fourth leg into the institutions yet, the educational institutions. It hasn't gotten in. Now, there's a little bit of business class that happens and you can go off on your own and you can get it if you're a student who, who sees the value in that. But unfortunately, it's missing. And because of that, I believe we actually don't, because we don't understand to get the business acumen, we actually don't really get the art, philosophy, or science either because you don't see the value of it if you don't understand the full circle. And Dr. Pete, I'm going to suggest it's worse than that. I believe that it's not just efficiency. I think it's a toxicity. I think that there's actually a belief system that's being propagated through the schools that you get to choose. You're either a philosophically based chiropractor or you're a business-minded chiropractor. Think about that for a second. Right? It's like, oh yeah, well, you're in it for the money versus you're in it for the love and the service. right? So think about how that creates this conflict in a young chiropractor's mind that will stay with them like a hangover throughout their entire career. You know, can you imagine going through practice with that lens on when they don't teach the truth, when they teach the truth that you have 
a moral obligation to expand your reach and your impact into your community. You have a moral obligation based on what you know and what you can deliver and the needs of your community to be able to reach into your community and be the chiropractor for that community. Tell them the truth, deliver the service, right? So when you recognize that you have a moral obligation to deliver the value into your community that we deliver as chiropractors, it changes your perspective. When you recognize delivering value, oh, wait a minute, that's a business conversation. So when you're in school and you think you start hearing about business, you think that somebody's going to have a digital marketing conversation, or maybe somebody's going to teach you about billing insurance and maximizing your returns. You know what? That's not the business conversation we're talking about. This is a mission-centric, purpose-driven business conversation that talks all about value. And the value equation is the, this is the essence of business. It's create value. It's deliver value, add value, and capture value. That's business. The purpose of a business is to solve a problem for someone, right? So you add value by solving problems and money follows value. This is just a natural universal law to create value, deliver value, add value and capture value. That is the equation. And if you're missing it anywhere, there's an imbalance and imbalance leads to breakdown and sickness. Right? So it's creating value, which is, of course, the education process, which is teaching your community what is what chiropractic really is, teaching them the truth about their bodies, how their body really works and how their body really heals. Right, So creating value is taking their misunderstanding, not even lack of understanding, their misunderstanding about chiropractic, correcting that and putting that back on track. That's creating value. And that never stops. That's not just about new patients. It's about taking that seeker and turning them into a believer, taking the believer, turning them into an understander and taking that understander and turning them into an ambassador, right? That's the arc of that relationship. And that never stops. That's creating value. That's the education process. Well, then this delivering value, delivering value is the execution process. So when we deliver value, that's executing everything from not just the clinical excellence and the positive health outcomes that people are hiring you for, but delivering value from the patient education, changing their mindset, changing their belief system, taking them from outside into inside out. That's part of delivering excellence, right? That's the delivering value piece of this, right? So you change the way they think, which is what organizes their behaviors and changes their health outcomes for them and their families for life. That's delivering value, right? And then there is the adding value. Adding value is the one that you know people misunderstand. They don't, they don't get what adding value is. Adding value is what is the value that is perceived. So this is the perception piece. So we went from the education to the execution to the perception. The perception is, you know, why do you go and see Dr. Pete? Why do you come in and get adjusted? Why are you here today? You're here every week. Why do you do that? You bring your children in here? You, you bring your kids to get adjusted? Why do you do that? The answer to that question, guys, is the value add. That's their perception of what chiropractic means for them in their life. What, what would your patient say, doc, if I sat in your office today and I interviewed the next 50 people that came in? Why are you here? What's the answer to that question? That's the value add. That's the perception piece. And we go from creating, which is education, to delivering, which is execution, to adding, which is perception, to capturing value, which is transaction, right? That's getting paid. That's being in fair exchange. Money follows value and people are very happy to pay for what they value. People will pay for what they want. And if you interrupt that cycle, that's imbalance and imbalance is disease. Okay, let's take a quick break and talk about Cairo Matchmakers. Cairo Matchmakers will help you find the right person for the job. If you're looking to hire the ideal chiropractic assistant, 
Cairo Matchmakers will help you find the specific person missing from your team so that you can get back to using your talents to serve more people. Or if you're looking to hire the ideal associate doctor, CMM can help. Cairo Matchmakers helps chiropractors like you find the ideal associate doctor to unlock your practice potential and get you the freedom that you desire. To learn more, go to chiromatchmakers.com. And now let's jump right back into our conversation. Yeah, so powerful. So I'm going to speak to everyone on this you know, podcast as you're listening as if you've never heard any of this before. If you've listened to Dr. Franson, you've maybe heard it before but hopefully you've heard it differently today. You know, you know how, you know, we, you talk about, we talk about at the table, we do tick, right? Which is you ask these questions, you tell these things, you remind people of the truth. You can never hear the truth enough. So what doc, you just went through is the truth. We can't hear this enough. And it's so important that people understand it. We all understand this is an equation, right? It's an equation and you present it like that. And if you try to solve an, any equation, you don't have all of the factors in there. You can't get the solution. You can't find the answer. So the answer, which most people may be thinking about the last one, which is I want to capture value. I want to, you know, be able to get this, you know, get the money, right? Which is the poor, it's the toxic view of business acumen in the school. Like you're either a business or a philosophically based. And you were saying, no, we marry the philosophically, uh, philosophy with the business. And it's a mission centric purpose-driven business. That's what we teach in the Remarkable Practice. That's why we are doing this podcast, you know, at the foundation to restore health, which means an understanding of how to run a remarkable business. It's at the root of that. So you go through this equation. So let's go upstream, Doc. Let's go further up the stream. So I'm coming out of school. And we talk about the fact that there's, there's an ascension of the leader in the practice. So in order to be someone who truly is able to capture value to go through this process and you make it to that final part. So that means you've been through, you know, adding value, you've delivered value, you've created value, right? So you create it, you deliver it, you add it, you capture it. So to, in order to do that, there's an actual journey. There's an ascension of the doctor. So let's just focus on you, doc, as the leader of the organization and through the, the phases of leadership development. So phase one, and we're going to unpack these, is the, the adjusting doctor. So when you, you're an adjuster, level one leader in the practice means that you actually deliver care. You deliver an adjustment. And many of us, when we first started in student clinics and things like that, we were just trying to get the, the, the adjustment right. And it's very technique. It's very mechanical. It's very heady. You're really in your head. You're, you can feel the person thinking when their hands are on you. You know how you've been adjusted by someone you could tell they're still thinking about it. You're like, I like when Dr. Franson sets my spine because I know that he's not thinking about how to adjust me. He's literally thinking about the value that this is about to deliver to a human being. It's going to transform his life. And he knows that he is a conduit, right? And so that's a different, that's a different experience. So, but the, the standard adjuster, it's very, it's very mechanistic. It's very technique based. And that's one of the stages we have to go through. And we need to master it. So we need to master our technique and the art of being a, an adjuster. I believe that this is something that we all need to embrace. And I love meeting a chiropractor who loves to adjust and loves the art of adjusting. And it's rooted in, in a science and a philosophy that's strong. I love meeting a chiropractor who 
who adjusts like that. You want to get adjusted by a great adjuster. So that's level one. Level two is the chiropractor. So the transition between an adjuster becoming a chiropractor. And this is a, a, another transformation, which Doc, I'm going to pass it to you to unpack. But that's another transformation. And it's something that you have to ascend to. And we have the visibility into a lot of practices. And we see a lot of chiropractors and worked with a lot of associates over the years. And that's one of the things that we've witnessed in chiropractors is I've witnessed chiropractors go from the adjuster to becoming the chiropractor. And the chiropractor now all of a sudden is someone who begins to educate and lead and equip that patient to take ownership over their own life and their own health. They start to get the, what we call in chiropractic, the big idea. That's level two. You can stop there. You can never progress beyond being a chiropractor. You might, some may never even make it to that level. You just focus on the adjusting side, never really leading the people into really taking ownership and understanding of, of their health. The third level, and this is where, where we all need to get to, is that, that level of leader, where you become that, that Sherpa, that health coach, where you now have transferred the authority and the ownership from you all the way to them. And now you're watching people lead their own lives, and they're choosing to invite you to come along the journey with them consciously as an understander. And that's a completely different shift. When you look at that translated in a practice and how does that look actually in a business and a practice, it looks a whole heck of a lot like a remarkable practice. Yeah. And just like we talked about the ascension of the patient as the patient goes from seeker to believer, from believer to understander, understander to ambassador, the doctors go through, have an opportunity to go through all of these stages. And just like with the patients, they don't all go through all those stages, right? So we see it in, in practice today. And when we talk about the adjuster, that first level, that first stage, you know, very often it is the student coming, you know, either while they're in school or coming out of school where they are just focused really on what they're doing. The technical aspects of delivering that life freeing adjustment, removing that interference and recognizing and being awestruck with the actual adjustment itself, right? The art and science piece of this, right? So, you know, and I want to make sure that we're recognizing that we're honoring that, right? So this is our uniqueness, right? As chiropractors, right? This is our unique offering in the marketplace. This is our simple and elegant solution for humanity. I mean, there's no, there's no negativity around this at all. Just an inspirational message that says there's an ascension available to you to go next level, to go from that person who's focusing on the adjustment to actually focusing on the human being under the hands, right? So making sure that you understand that you go from focusing on yourself to focusing on the human being that you're adjusting. When you say, I'm not just simply going to be adjusting this person, I'm actually going to be speaking into them and challenging and shaping their belief system. So when you start educating the patients and challenging and then shaping their belief system, taking them from outside in to inside out, changing the way they think, shifting their belief system, which is what organizes their behaviors and their behaviors drive their outcomes. This is where we go from adjuster to chiropractor. You become the chiropractor when you change the way people think and you teach them the truth about how their body really works and how their body really heals. And then once you become that chiropractor, now you're, you know, you've, you've elevated the art and the science from artist you know, you've now brought the philosophy component into this thing. So now it's art, science, and philosophy, and you could spend a glorious career here. Okay. But here's the, 
Here's the truth is there's another, another level ready for you, waiting for you. And your community really needs you to assume this role and more now than ever. And that's to assume your leadership role. And the leadership role is where you, where you empower the person, you equip the person to actually drive better health outcomes and take control back of their health, take influence back, right? And take responsibility. That's a double-sided sword, right? So it's a dual-edged sword when you say, listen, you actually can influence your health outcomes. You will influence your health outcomes based on how you choose to behave. When you give somebody that power and you say, listen, I'm giving this back to you. This was taken from you. I'm going to give you back hope and with that hope comes personal responsibilities. When, you, when you're the person that says, listen, you're not expecting enough out of your health, out of yourself, right? You, you've been dumbed down. Your standards for health are too low. Your standards for yourself are too low. Your expectations for yourself are too low. Your standards for your healthcare providers are too low. You need to raise the bar for yourself and for your healthcare providers and your expectations of your health. There is so much more in front of you right? This immediate outcome, the short-term outcome, this long-term outcome, what's available to them? I mean, you have to be the person that sheds that light on their path and says, listen, there's more here for you, right? And this is not a short-time treatment modality. This is, a, this is a lifelong pursuit of excellence. The opportunity that's in front of them, and here's the truth, guys, is when you make that shift mentally and you recognize they're the hero in the journey, not you, not us, we're not the hero. They're the hero on the journey. And once you start speaking to them and helping them understand, listen, I'm just here as a Sherpa. I'm here as the guide. I'm here to facilitate, right? So I'm going to come alongside you. I'll shepherd the process. But chiropractic is a done with you program, not a done for you program. And when you become that doctor, when you become that chiropractor that helps people see that truth, see the path, and then most importantly, you hold them accountable to it. That's when you go into your true leadership role. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Remarkable CEO Podcast. Remember, what the world needs now is chiropractic. And what chiropractic needs now is more successful chiropractors. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, share with a friend, and leave us a review. And if you'd like to connect with us personally, direct message us on Facebook, LinkedIn, or Instagram. Now go and be remarkable.